It is Wednesday, October 25th. Today, are things looking up for marketers? Sunny skies forecast for Black Friday and the holiday buying season. Also, Amazon tries to make TV buying easier. YouTube offers more protection against trolls. Is the vertical video trend cooling off? And on the ad-free premium podcast, which you can learn more about by tapping Go Premium in the show notes, our Google Ads correspondent, Jill Saskin-Gales, helps us understand the latest changes to YouTube ad buys. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead today in digital marketing. Some potential good news for marketers as we head into Black Friday and the holidays. It's looking like consumer spending will be getting a big lift this year. Deloitte does a study every year on the holiday retail season and polls 4,000 American consumers. This year, 95% said they were planning to shop for the holidays this year. It was 92% last year. It was 88% the year prior. As for how much they'll spend, the average is about $1,650. That is past pre-COVID levels for the first time and 14% more than last year. You might be wondering, as I did, how that's possible given the high inflation. It turns out that's exactly why the average spend is what it is. Consumers were factoring in the higher prices in their estimates. Also good news, Black Friday and Cyber Monday are back after lower-than-average performance in previous years. In 2021, 47% said they'd be buying during that period. Last year, it was only 2% higher. This year, 54% said they'll take part. And copywriters take note, three-quarters said they might even buy a gift for themselves. Our newsletter today has the details on the study, including a link to the full PDF report, the impact of sustainable gift shoppers, how AI plays into it all, and a generational breakdown. Our daily newsletter is free. Just tap the link in the show notes or go to todayindigital.com slash newsletter. Amazon today announced a new self-service ad product that will let any brand that sells on its commerce platform advertise on streaming TV. They call it sponsored TV, and there's no minimum campaign spend and no upfront advertising commitments. If you have existing TV quality assets, you can use that in your sponsored TV campaigns, and they'll even help you develop creative if you don't have those ready-to-go assets. Last week, the company added frequency groups to their ads platform, which will let you limit the number of times a unique user is exposed to your ads across multiple orders. YouTube is testing a nice feature that will let you pause comments on specific videos for a period of time. Being able to deactivate comments on videos isn't new. That's been around for years. But the current method is a bit of a blunt hammer. Either you let comments in or the whole comment section is gone, even if previous comments existed. This new version, if it launches widely, and there's no reason to suggest it wouldn't, would let you keep the comments you've already received, but prevent more from being added. When you turn this on, viewers will see a message that says comments are paused. A nice little touch in case your brand comes under attack and you want the internet to take a little breather. The feature is currently in testing with a small group of channels. No word on when it will be released more widely. Putting our podcast and newsletter together can get complicated. We had show notes in one place, interview coordination in another, brainstorming somewhere else. It's easy to lose track of the big picture when you have to open a new window for every detail. With Miro, you can bring everything and everyone together in one place. 
consolidate different points of view, and increase team collaboration all on one centralized board. For instance, we used Miro to figure out the right flow for our newsletter automations. It let us get our team all contributing, including our ad agency people, and saved us a ton of time. And its new AI tool, which summarizes and clusters information automatically, was a game changer. Find simplicity in your most complex projects with Miro. Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at miro.com slash podcast. That's three free boards at miro.com slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. And if you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices. Not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Are we starting to see the slowdown of the vertical video trend? Some analysts are wondering if things have started to cool a little after reviewing the quarterly results of both Google and Snapchat released this week. Quoting from the news site, theinformation.com, quote, At Snap, the company didn't break out the monthly active users of its short-form video feature Spotlight, unlike in the second quarter, when Snap said the feature had more than 400 million monthly active users. Snap did say time spent watching Spotlight clips in the September quarter rose 200% year-over-year, but the absence of monthly active users suggests there wasn't much user growth to crow about. Meanwhile, YouTube Shorts hasn't picked up any new users, Parent company Alphabet said Shorts was watched by more than 2 billion logged-in users every month, but that was the same as the second quarter. Daily views of Shorts reached 70 billion, up from 50 billion announced in February 2023, unquote. On their financials, Snap's revenue was up 5% to just over $1.1 billion compared to last year's Q3. Daily active users up 12%, and the company said three times as many stories were posted in the U.S. during the period. Over at YouTube, a 12% jump in revenue, hitting almost $8 billion. Apparently, the recent deal to live stream Sunday games of the National Football League helped there. Meta's results released today. We will have coverage of that tomorrow. As for Google overall, it said Q3 sales were up 11% year over year to $76 billion. Its profit margin, 42%. I mentioned this in our newsletter earlier. One of the things we do in it each day are a couple of polls based on the day's news. Today, for instance, we're asking if you think vertical videos are cooling off. They are not by any means scientific, but I do want to mention yesterday's poll. We asked if your attribution windows have been changed by Meta without your knowledge. Of the 12 votes recorded, 9 said Meta had changed their campaign attribution settings. I know 12 is not a lot of votes, but it's still an interesting number, I thought. The Daily Newsletter, again, it's free. It contains everything you hear in the podcast, plus a lot more. You can sign up by tapping the link in the show notes or going to todayindigital.com slash newsletter. DJ, drop the beat. It is Wednesday. Got to run off for my amateur radio license classes. See you tomorrow. DJ, drop the beat. Yeah.
yo, let's get this party started. This right here ain't for the weak hearted. The house on fire, the beat on point. Raise the roof up, we own this joint. Walk up the stairs, top floor, left side. Open the door, soak in the vibe. The beat's got you going and you're shaking that ass. Grab another glass, this is a house party.